Fedorita, Nikita Korov, the Russian Nightmare, and you are listening to Wrestling for the Faith with Casey Cage. Stay tuned, or I come after you, Fedorita. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I am Casey Cage. Today, I am joined by my good friend, the coach, and uh, we are going to be discussing something that uh, has we were talking today and it's really a Holy Spirit led conversation, something, uh, it's amazing how, uh, throughout the time that we have been friends and known each other, the, the way, uh, the Holy Spirit has put us through so many of the same, um, things in our lives. And, uh, and we were talking today and, and we'd both been, really thinking about and feeling uh the subject of the wilderness and and uh, we're going to be we're going to be uh, discussing that here on today's podcast um and if you don't know what a christian wilderness is we'll get to that in just a moment so uh just uh just stay tuned but first coach how you been man been good man just uh we were talking before just been working had a grandbaby this weekend, so we had to just hang out at the house, had a good time. Yeah, taking it easy, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good stuff. So the uh the wilderness experience um is for some for some Christians can make you feel like you went wrong. Yeah, like something has happened that that you've fallen into sin. Um, you, sometimes you feel that uh, that you have somehow God's left you. Yeah, you know, um, and and sometimes these these wilderness experiences they go different time lengths. It's not always. It's not always a week. It's not always a month. Sometimes it could be several months, whatever. Uh, but, you know, some call it a dry spell. Some call it a wilderness, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but these things are, they're a regular part of the Christian walk. Yeah, definitely. You know, for me, I used to think it was like, what did I do? A punishment. Oh, a punishment, exactly. But the more I learned... The more I read, the more I say, the more we grow spiritually. We realize it's nothing. It's not a punishment. Yeah. You know, it's a learning experience for sure. Whether it be, I just want to say this, nothing that you did or maybe you thought you did or Lord, what I do? Why, why ain't you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Or mm-hmm. where you at? You know? Uh, and that's but, where we find ourselves yeah, a lot of times. Right. A lot of times we feel like we've done something wrong. Right. Yeah, we thought it was a punishment, basically. Yeah. You know, and it's it's not what it is. Uh, in most cases, in most now, cases, there are times uh, I can I can think of times in my Christian walk uh, where I was not being obedient right. to the leadership of the Holy right. Spirit, and uh, you know, a wilderness experience come along. Um, but in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. uh, you're just going along, doing good, doing what you're right. feeling led by the Holy Spirit to do, and then you just end up somehow in these 
dry spells at times, and I know that there's there's certain uh, segments of the church who don't want to admit that these things happen because you know if right. you got enough faith, you shouldn't be going through anything oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, faith, <laughs> you shouldn't be experiencing anything the, like that, right? But uh, these things these things happen, and it's all uh, we can look at scripture and see how. It's all part of God's molding process, yeah. and and Him coming to or or making us more dependent upon Him. Right, exactly. And that's the key thing. I think is He shows us to be dependent on Him in what, whether whatever season you're in. You know, we were talking, and this will come up too, I'm sure, but. The seasons of our lives change. You know, he brings us in different ministries, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever it may be. But the message is still the same. You know, always. still always the same. It's all about him. Yeah, being dependent on him. Where's your faith anchored at? Is it in Jesus? Or is it in the world? Right. It's always be on him. So he takes us through these wilderness experiences, and just to you know, hey, depend on me. Don't depend on you know. Let's be honest. We can't depend on each other. We right. should always depend on him. You know exactly. Because uh, I'll let you down. Yeah, <laughs> Not mean it too, too, but you know we're human, so it happens. So I think he shows us these things and takes us through these periods. Uh, but it's not always punishment. You right. Know, this is well. And on that note, I want to read a few verses. Uh, here to begin with, I've got I've got a few in mind, but uh, want to begin with Matthew chapter. Three. I'm going to read uh, verses 16 through uh, chapter 4 and verse 1. But uh, this is during the time that John the Baptist, he is out uh, and he is preaching, repent, and he is baptizing people. And uh, Jesus comes to him to be baptized. And they have a brief argument over who should be baptizing who. And then, of course, we know Jesus wins. (laughs) He always wins. (laughs) Uh, But here in verse 16 of chapter 3, it says, When he, this is talking about Jesus, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's go to verse uh, chapter 4 and verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness mm-hmm. to be tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we know that during this time, Jesus is... Fasting, so no food, 40 days, 40 nights in this wilderness being tempted by the devil. You go on through the chapter, you can see all the, the things that the enemy is trying to put right. him through and tempt him uh, with. But for anyone who would say, uh, if you had faith, then you wouldn't be going through dry spells or wilderness right. experiences. Or if, if, if you know, you, uh, I, I know that there's a lot of people who, uh, have have told people, you know, well, if you're if you're dry, you know, then uh, then 
something's wrong with your it's something's wrong with your faith or you're in sin or you're being punished yeah. for something oh, yeah. you know uh but the bible tells us a completely different story jesus is baptized comes out holy spirit comes upon him and god uh, speaks from the heavens and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And then the very next verse, the spirit leads him into the wilderness right. to be tempted by the devil. Yeah. So that tells us a, a completely different story. Uh, these wilderness experiences, they're of God. Yeah. Uh, God has a plan for them. And it's all about molding us and shaping us and making us more dependent right. upon him. You know, you just said that he's, he's well pleased, but then immediately he takes him to the wilderness. Yeah. Okay. I want you to be dependent on me and nothing else. Right. It's just, oh man. I think for most Christians, the, the drives the wilderness, it can be scary at times because you know, because you're in that mindset, like I was for a long time. Well, what did I do wrong? You know, mm-hmm. we was talking about it. And, uh, or whatever, you know. Lord, okay, what's the next, what's the next, uh, seasons you have for me or, you know, for the family or what, whatever. But man, just being dependent on Him. And, uh, I think back. And I think of the I think of the world as it is now to have no hope at all. Mm-hmm. These people who have no hope, but as Christians, man, we have that hope in Jesus. Yeah, you know, we're in the wilderness, we're on the mountain, we're in the valley, whatever it may be. Jesus is still Jesus, right? You know, we're still the message is still the same. Mm-hmm. And that's you know preaching the message of Jesus Christ and showing showing the gospel to other people and uh, being in the wilderness. I think some people get stuck there, yeah, because they're depending on themselves and right. not on the word. You know, not getting into the word, not being dependent on Him, being dependent on somebody else. Mm-hmm. But He tells us to be dependent on Me, trust Me. You know, have your faith anchored in Me, and not some church, not some uh, denomination, not not you. You know, you know, we're brothers in Christ. We help each other. We keep each other accountable. But hey. It's still about Jesus. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, you take what you just said there, take for uh, for example the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had a journey that would have only lasted days and they ended up going around right. this same mountain in the wilderness for 40 years. And, you know, I, I remember preaching a message a couple of years ago uh, that the Lord gave me will you be humbled or will you be held yeah and a lot of the a lot of times when we are in uh, these wildernesses um it's it's all about becoming dependent upon the leadership right. of the holy spirit yeah. and and for and and you know when when you're first born again you know we've talked about it before for me some of the the biggest things uh you know, the the drinking fell off immediately. Yeah. Um, not a desire for a drop since May six, two thousand twelve. The the uh, cussing, 
like a sailor fell off immediately. You know, there's things that that can fall off instantly, uh, and then there's those things that try to kind of leech on to you and hang on for a little bit. And a lot of those things, uh, maybe they're not outward things. Right. You know, maybe they are inward things, the prides, the envy, the, the malice, and, and right. things of that nature. And sometimes those things take a little bit more uh, work from the Holy Spirit uh, to to get us to release. And so uh, sometimes in these wilderness experiences, it might not have initially been sin that got you into that, but right. but the Spirit led you into that wilderness so that uh, so that He could start pulling these things out of you that He don't desire to be there. Right. Yeah, for sure. The uh, the world's version of uh, independence. Or the, the the world's version of maturity is independence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're when you're a baby, you know you depend on your parents for everything. You depend on them to uh, change your diaper, to feed you, to provide you a home, and all these things. And then as you grow up, and you begin to mature, you yeah. become more and more independent. Or well, most of us do. Right. Uh, and so you you become more independent and and do things on your own so you grow up you you get your own vehicle you get your own job you get your own house you're paying your own bills you're you're maturing and that uh you know by the world standards and it's a good thing right uh, but by the world standards that is that is um maturity but spiritual maturity is going back to being like a baby before God yeah. and completely depending on him for everything. Right. And that's uh, that's an area where a lot of times as Christians, it's hard for us to, uh, it's hard for us to allow ourselves to become totally dependent upon him. There's times that we just, we want to do something ourselves. We want to be able to pat ourselves on the back for yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it happens to a lot of us. Uh, I can only speak for myself, but I have to be reminded of that sometimes. So I want to do something. I want to do something, Lord. I want to do something. And then I'm just, okay, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, Lord, what do I do? Lord, then I'm like, okay, Lord, you show me what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I just want to be led. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me into the next season or next ministry uh, thing or whatever it may be. Uh, but, yeah, I, I get that way a lot, man. I'm ready to go, go, go. I want to do something. I don't know if it's it's not to glorify me. Right. I, I don't mean it that way, but it feels that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. The Lord, like, tells me, hey, it's about me. Wait, it's about me. Right. Yeah, I, I know that in my mind, but in my mind, I'm like, right, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. And then, like, where am I going? <laughs> what am I going to say? You know, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, the last few weeks. And I was telling you before. It's not like I'm in the wilderness now. It's just or a dry spell. It's just the Lord just really put that on me. It's like you know, one time we were doing uh, youth ministry 
that season's gone for now. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it'll, it'll never be another season, right? Like that, but and just you know, we had the global wrestling ministries. We had that for a season. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that never happened again, but he takes us into different seasons, and he's just showing me that you know I take you in these places. I'm leading you in the wilderness. I'm leading you in this way or this way. And but he's saying the message is still about me. It's still right. about Jesus. It's not about you. It's not about the ministry. Whatever ministry you, th- you know, I'm leading you in. It's about me glorifying me, and mm. not just you know your ministry or whatever. Right. And I was thinking about this about we was talking earlier, but even he brings different people into your life at different times because he knows what you need. Yeah. I mean, he knows who needs to be in your life, who doesn't need to be in your life, and sometimes we keep these people around. Exactly. Who you know, are like a. I don't know, just trying to bring you down or whatever. But I also think about that, just bringing the pe- the right people into your life at that time and that season in your life. But the message is still the same. It's still about him. It's not about who he's brought in or who he's, you know, leading the way. He's still saying, hey, it's about me. Yeah. It's about me. It's all about Jesus. Uh, you know. As it should be. You know, but <clears throat> right. We lose sight of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we do. I do. Yeah. Just you're ready to go and you're ready to do something. The Lord just, I just wait. The Lord's like, just wait. Wait on me. Getting ahead of yourself here. Yeah. It's about me. It's not about you. Well, a lot of times, you know, you'll feel that unction or yeah. you'll get that word from the Holy Spirit of, mm-hmm. you know, this is the purpose. This is right. where I'm taking you. This is, this is where uh, I want you to go with this or I've called you for this. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of times, those words, uh, we get tired of waiting on them to come oh, yeah. to pass. Right. And it, instead of instead of waiting for uh, God to uh, tell us when to move, you know, we immediately get that word and and we start putting in the work. And a lot of times, He didn't call us to go straight to work on it. He He said, "This is where I'm taking you," but. You know, there's always, uh, there's always a, a place of preparation before you get to the promise. Right. Yeah, you know, definitely. And it goes, it goes the other way too. Sometimes the Lord's already telling us to do something, and we just we're we not want to sit on our hands. We're like, yeah, okay. At one, one point, you're asking, you're ready to go, and the Lord's like, all right, I'm ready, ready to go, and you're just sitting there. Okay, what do I do? Uh-huh. It's you know, so it's just being de- dependent on Him. That's what we need to. That's what we want to. I hope you get out of this today, being fully submitted to Jesus, yeah, and what He's done for you, and who you are. You know, this goes back to identity. We preach that. I mean, I preach that to the day I die. Exactly. He showed me who I am. You know, once I got, I fully understood. You know, the message right of Jesus Christ, and He showed me who I am. Not who the world thinks I need to be or who I should be, but who I am, mm-hmm. you know. And this, you know, that ties along right into this. All this stuff just goes together. But, yeah, just saying, you know, he's telling us to move sometimes and we just, we're not moving. We just, yeah, we, <laughs> we, like, well, we tell ourselves we're still waiting on the Lord. It's like, I already told you what to do. What that, you that's, do? yeah. You know, it goes both ways, you know. It's like, 
It's funny how the Lord works like that. He's just... He uh, has a great sense of humor, I think, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just make it... We're always trying to put ourselves in there somewhere. Yeah. So it's all right, Lord. Well, I know for me personally, uh, you know, our most recent uh, ministry venture together, Cross Freedom Ministries, um, you know, it started as a, a Bible study at, yeah. at the house, you know, and then we expanded and started making it a public Bible study. Then we started doing, you know, live streams yeah. and, and uh, services, and, you know, it was great. Um and and then September of this past year, uh, the Lord just told me to stop the live streams. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're still continuing with the Bible studies, uh, but we're not doing that public part of it anymore. Yeah. You know, our, our Bible studies have... Uh, become back to its roots of being an in-home thing. Um, but with those live streams, I mean, sometimes we would we would have yeah. two or three hundred people watching. And, you know, or who would watch it over the, the weeks or whatever. And, uh, you know, you really, you're just getting a lot of feedback, messages, uh, you know, people asking for prayer or talking about how this message or that message, you know, a, a word from me or you or, or the worship, uh, you know, was such a blessing to them and it really spoke to them. And, and, and then when the Lord, uh, said to cut off the live streams, yeah. you know, the, the, um, superstar quote in me, uh, wanted to be like that Lord, you know, we're, we're getting a following here. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are watching us on, you know, every Sunday and every Wednesday when we do these live streams. And, uh, you know, most modern evangelists be like, hey, you're crazy. Uh, you're running away from yes. your crowds. Yeah. But, but one thing that I know that me and you, and this is why we line up so, so well, is, uh, and some of these experiences that we've been through together has taught us that when the Lord speaks, you listen. And, uh, you know, September, I didn't know what was coming about. I didn't know why we were stopping the live streams. Uh, but I do know this, and this a uh, a word for any listeners out there, future listeners, who uh, may be called to preach the Word of God. Um, when something feels like an obligation, when something comes to the place where it's feeling like an obligation... Uh, you need to step back and examine what you're yeah. doing, because if it becomes a work, um, and and you're doing it, doing something by your power, um, and not by the power of the Holy Spirit, um, then then you're not you're not doing what God's called you to do, and a lot of times, uh, as as ministers, um, you know. We can get up uh, behind the pulpit and we can holler and we can scream and we can energize mm -hmm. a congregation and, uh, you know, make people feel something. Uh, but there's that fine line between the anointing of the Holy Spirit right. and, and just energy. Yeah. And we need to know the difference. And, uh, and 
we need to know when the Lord says to stop, we stop. When the Lord says to go, we go. Right. And uh, I think that's that's one of the the biggest things that over uh, since September till now, uh, one of the biggest things that has that the Lord has taught me. And uh, you was talking about feeling like you know you're not in a a, a a wilderness where it's brought you to a place of depression or anything like that, but but you kind of when you're when you're just praying and 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 searching through the word and and just looking for the your purpose, you know uh, those type wilderness experiences can get you down. Mm. And uh, you know for me personally, I, I've that's where I've been in and out since September, just trying to find the next purpose lord what what is what are you doing right you know yeah. in this i know you called me uh and and so um but we've got to be careful not to let those things get us down and and a lot of people if they they try to depend upon themselves during these experiences uh they'll end up burn out and they'll end up maybe even walking away from the lord um, but we've got to realize, just like you said, seasons and, and, and ministry and just the things in life may change, yeah. but the message is always the same. Wow. And the message is not just for us to preach, but the message is for us to hear too and yeah. know. Uh, we're not just preaching to people out there saying, hey, it's always about Jesus. It's always about depending on him and his finished work. No, this is something we're preaching to ourselves because uh, even God's man of power for the hour goes through these things. Yeah. You know, when I find myself in these spots, the first question I always ask is, Lord, are you down with me? This is, I, know I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Lord, are you finished with me? I mean, I, I'm not really... I'm not depressed or in this in the season or what whatever it is, but in the wilderness it's just that's the question I always ask. I always have for myself. Lord, are you done with? Mm-hmm. And of course he's not done with you. Never. Listen, I, I know he tells me that I know you haven't preached in a while. I know you haven't done youth ministry in a while, or you haven't done this or that. But he tells me, Your life, that's your ministry. Mm-hmm. Your work, that's your podium, that's your that's your platform. Exactly. You know, wherever you go, you're preaching. Mm-hmm. If you're living for me and you, you submitted to me and your faith and your trust and everything is anchored in who I am and who he is, your life should line up. You should be imitators of me and not the world. So, and it's funny because I feel, I feel dumb when I ask myself that question. Lord, are you done with me? Yeah. I asked Dana, maybe the Lord's just done with me. She says, she just shakes her you head. You know better yeah. than that. <laughs> I know better than that, but it always, that's but, the first question that pops yeah. in my mind. Well, I mean, the enemy uh, tries to play tricks does, on us at yeah, that time. It used to get me down. It doesn't get me down now, but it's just like, in other words, I know I'm not done with you. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I, I brought you into this. I'm still here with you. I'm going to take you to the next thing. Right. Stop asking am I done with you. He tells me, you know, we had, this is the conversation me and him have, so... And it's just for for somebody who's in that wilderness, the Lord's not done with you. Right. Whatever season you're in or think you should be in or, you know, I said it before, you're coming in, you're going into something or you're coming out of something as a Christian. Yeah. God's not done with you. 
Right. He still has a purpose. We're always, you know, we always wonder what that next that next purpose is. Yeah. Uh, be patient. Yeah. Well, and you know, so many times you see uh, pastors, and I'm not meaning uh, any offense in this, but but a lot of times you see pastors mm-hmm. of churches who maybe God called there for for a season. Yeah. Uh, but whether it be because of the paycheck or because of the popularity or because they just don't want to listen, uh, you see the church begin to dry up. Right. And, and you see that, you know, yeah, you might be able to get up there and, and preach a message and go through the motions, but if the anointing of the Holy Spirit's not on it, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not doing anybody any good. And uh, so the Lord sometimes, he, he might call somebody to be in a, in a position or at a church or a ministry uh, for, you know, 40 years. And yeah. then he may, call, he may call them to go there for a year and just, you know, set the place on fire and, and move on. You know, so... But we've got to be sensitive to the leadership of the Spirit, right. and and that's one of the biggest things that uh, that a lot of times we we miss. But that's all part of the molding process. I like something that you said just a minute ago. As a Christian, we're always going into something or we're coming out of something, mm-hmm. and that's something that really uh, people need to grab a hold of, yeah. because. Even whenever you feel like maybe you're not fulfilling your purpose, you've always got a purpose. Yeah. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance, which means if he's called you, he's got a plan and, and he's sticking with you. He's not just throwing you away. Right. If, you, if you mess up or, or you, uh, you're going through a wilderness, he's not just throwing you away like yesterday's newspaper. Right. Uh, you know, he's... He's always got a purpose. Um, and, you know, the enemy only has as much authority in our lives as we allow him to have. Right. Um, but a lot of times we forget that. Oh, yeah. And and during these times of wilderness... I forget that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I felt the Lord just like, listen, he calls me, you big dummy. Just, yeah. <laughs> won't you just... <laughs> I tell you this all the time. I'm not done with you. But, you know, you just... I don't know why that's the first thing that always pops in my head. Satan just puts it there, you know. Well, the enemy wants us to always... Yeah, but always. He wants us to, to get to that woe is me place. Right. Wants us to start feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Because once we turn our attention uh, to ourselves instead of trusting in Jesus, yeah. then, you know, he's got he's winning the battle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, that testimony that I've shared. Uh, I know I've shared it with you. You know, when uh, when I was, uh, when I used to dip Copenhagen. And, you know, I was convicted of it. And I knew that the Lord didn't want me uh, using it anymore. And, and so, for so long, I, I would get mad and I would throw it away 
And then the next day, I'd walk into a store and find myself walking out with another yeah. can of Copenhagen. And I'd I'd get a dip, and and then once I got that little fix, I would I would be frustrated and mad again. I'd, I'd throw it away, and I'm I'm I used to buy the logs of it, not just not just a can at a time. And and when I quit dipping, it was like five fifty a can. I don't know what it is now, but uh, you know I would buy these logs of it and I would get mad and throw the whole logs yeah. away so I'm throwing 40 or 50 dollars <laughs> away at a time getting frustrated uh you know because that conviction was there and I knew that the Lord didn't want it in my life uh but I just couldn't get away from it and and I remember a time where you know I was just like Lord what am I doing what what have I done wrong I'm trying to quit I'm trying so hard and he said, quit trying. Yeah. And, and the, the issue was I was depending on myself. Right. Lord, what, notice my questions. Lord, what have I done? Yeah. Lord, what can I do? You know, <laughs> it's all about me yeah. trying to overcome this thing. And, and it's like, hey, uh, like you said, Fred Sanford voice, you big dummy. Uh, yeah. stop trying and give it to me. Let me take this thing from you. And and he did. Yep. It just, it just always goes back to what we said before. We make this harder than it really is. Yeah. Jesus made it simple. I've, it's finished. I've already did it. Yep. Quit trying to do it yourself. Yeah, like you say I'm trying to quit dipping. I'm trying to. I'm trying to quit. I'm trying. Quit trying. Just let me have it. Right. What happened? You quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just things like that, man. And I'll, I just picture the Lord. What he's, what he's thinking at the time. Man, this guy would just listen. To just do what I tell him to do. <laughs> and with my kids, sometimes you just listen when I'm telling you. Uh huh. Just listen. So for once, I. For one, I have the experience. And I've probably been there before. Just mm-hmm. listen to what I'm telling you so you don't have to go through this hardship. Right. They don't listen. This is like we don't listen yeah. you know, to the Lord. I'm, I'm thankful that he his his love and mercy is new every morning. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Me too, brother. Me too. Thank you, Lord, for that. Uh, well, you got anything before we, before we wrap this one up? Nah, man. Just... Uh, want the people to know whatever you're going through the Lord's with you whether it be a wilderness season or whether it be maybe your ministry is just flourishing and it's great uh, maybe you're looking for the next you know season what he's leading you into just trust him yeah trust him there's always a purpose and his plan is always perfect right exactly yeah. uh, you know we don't always know what God is doing Sometimes things uh, seem hard. Sometimes yeah. unexpected circumstances come, and and uh, you know it's hard to get through some of the things that life throws at us. Uh, and and a lot of times we can look up at the sky and say, "Why, God?" Yeah. You know, we don't always understand, and uh-huh. what we see with our natural eye, the circumstances might not look good, uh, but. It's all part of trusting him and coming to the place where we know that no matter what we see with our natural eye or what we feel, our God is good and everything he does is right. 
That's it. I'm going to uh, read a final couple of verses here, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and ride off into the sunset. This is James chapter 1, beginning at verse 2. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That's good. So if, if, if you're going through trials, you're going through tribulations, things, uh, uh, you're going through the wilderness or a dry spell in your life, um, as long as your faith is anchored in Jesus and his finished work, you're coming through it. Yeah. But, but don't be double-minded. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be trying to have you know one foot in Jesus and one foot in the world. Because it don't work like that, no. you know. I've heard I've heard people say that uh, you know, people talk about riding the fence. Uh, there is no fence, and if there is, then Satan owns the fence. Yeah, you know, uh, and and actually Jesus said, "Those who are not with me are against me." Yeah. So basically, in God's eyes, you know, you're either serving God or you're serving Satan. So, uh, you know, that's the thing that we. We need to grab a hold of uh, and know that when we're going through trials, these things are doing a work in us. It's it's the Holy Spirit molding us, shaping us, and uh, and and producing uh, or perfecting our faith. So uh, so count it all joy, as James says. That's it, man. All right, brother. Thanks for being with us. Everybody, thanks for listening. God bless you. We hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith with Casey Cage. Be sure to check out our entire back catalog. Every episode is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.